Let's give the Lord the praise he so richly and rightfully deserve as we gather in this sacred space to celebrate, to lift up the name of Jesus. How many of y'all are glad to be in the service? More time. Let me try that one more time for, for those who haven't been here for a while. How many of y'all are glad to be in the service one more time? Let me do it one more time for the Holy Ghost. How many of y'all are glad to be in the service one more time? What a blessed opportunity it is for us to gather and to worship our God. This is HBCU Sunday, Historical Black College and University Sunday. And we wanted to say good morning to all of those who are watching us online on Zoom, Facebook, Vimeo, as well as YouTube or listening to us on the radio. Welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So real quick, we want you to do several things. If you're watching us on Facebook, share on your personal timeline. Tag people you want to invite to this post. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We want to get at least 2,000 subscribers by the summer. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and text this link of this worship service to your personal network. Invite others to join us. And if you're in the chat room on our church website, click on the invite button in your chat window to share this experience with others. Also, if you're watching us online, on Zoom, or wherever you're watching us, if you would, put in the chat where you're watching us from as far as location is concerned, and we'll take wonderful delight as far as giving you shout-out through our social media influencers and our digital ministers. Reverend Kelly Baptist is going to come and lead us in our worship experience, and so if you would, those of you who are able, stand on your feet, put your hands together, give the Lord the praise as she comes and leads us in this moment. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Our ancestors said through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have already come. It's Black History Month. It's the Lord's Day. Let's just rejoice and celebrate the God who's brought us this far. Millions of people are not here today, and the ones who've left us behind would want us to celebrate and rejoice. We're still here. We're still standing. And he ain't done yet. It's 2022, and we're going to see what God has in store. Not what COVID has in store. Not what the government has in store. Not what other folks have in store. But what the Lord has in store for those that love him. That those going to hang on in there with him. Are you going to hang on in there with Jesus for just a little while longer? Are you going to get your fresh breath today? Well, then come on, let's join in with the choir this morning. Negro National Anthem, lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven rings, rings with the harmony of liberty. Aren't you glad to be free this morning? Let's sing together to the glory of God and lift every voice and sing.
forever stand true to our God and our native land. Our scripture this morning is coming from Psalm 2. I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. You follow along in whatever version you have or the words will be on the screen. Psalm 2. And the word of God says, Why do the nations conspire and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed saying, let us burst their bonds asunder and cast their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord has them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and will terrify them in his fury saying, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree of the Lord. He said to me, you are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now, therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, with trembling. Kiss his feet, or he will be angry with you, and you will perish in the way. For his wrath is quickly kindled. Happy are all who take refuge in him. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Let us pray. Our Father and our strong God, we thank you that you are king, majesty, ruler, judge. You are healer, provider. You are comfort. You are peace. You are love. You are joy. What we need we can find in your presence, God. So we thank you this morning for bringing us together, God, whether it's physically in the building or across the internet, Lord God, or even the phone lines. You remind us that your spirit is not bound by walls or disease, but you move from heart to heart and breast to breast with those who will be like-minded in you, God. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy towards us. It is only because of you that we are not consumed because great is your faithfulness. God, we say thank you this morning that we're still here. We say thank you this morning that you've forgiven our sins, God, and cleansed us from our unrighteousness, God. We say thank you for how many times you've forgiven us for making the same mistake over and over and over again. God, we say thank you for sometimes letting our stinking thinking override your word this morning. Morning, God, we say thank you for your patience and your long suffering, God, and your salvation that says no matter what happens in the earth realm, it's not over until you say it's over. So, God, we take a moment aside from everything else to just say thank you. God, stony is the road we've tried. It's been a heavy load sometimes, it's been a bumpy road sometimes, and there have been pieces in our lives that we didn't know what was going on, but we just held on to you, Heavenly Father. And the same way you've seen us through hundreds of years, you've seen us to 2022, you will see us towards the future and the hope that you promised us you have for us in Jesus. 
God, we pray for every mind and heart connected today to this ministry. Unfold your presence, God. Throw your weight around that we might be humbled and blessed and at peace, God. That we might truly worship you face to face in your glory, God. We thank you. We bless you. We believe you. We trust you. And we wait in active faith, doing our part to put our hand to the plow and accomplish the work that you have for this earth realm, God. It ain't over until you say it's over, God. And as long as you keep saying greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world, as long as you keep saying I've called you beloved, I've called you friend, as long as you keep saying there is more for you than what you see right in front of you, as long as you keep saying that you're the way, the truth, and the life, we're going to keep pressing, God. We believe you, God, and we trust you. We stand on your promises and your word. That's solid ground. We bless you and we honor you and we adore you in this place. Be glorified by our worship. Be pleased, not just by our words, but by the aroma of our spirits and our hearts. God, we offer ourselves to you in this time. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. And we all say together, wherever we are, amen, 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 amen. and amen. amen. Come on, let's worship choir.
Go better give God some praise this morning. Who's worthy of all our praise? Amen, amen. Thank you, choir. Thank you, choir, for lifting uh, lifting Him up, lifting God up in worship, and leading us this morning. Man, let me uh, let me just say that it is beautiful to be in the house of the Lord this morning uh, with all of you all, uh, with everyone, everyone here, and so. I hope, uh, I hope we're doing well this morning, um, and my name is Reverend Peyton C., and I'm the children and youth pastor uh, here at St. Paul, and uh, this is the impact moment, the part of our uh, worship service where I get to share a message that is just for the children and youth and for all the kids at heart, amen, all the kids at heart. And so before I begin, I want to make sure um, that you guys are aware that we're starting back children and youth worship the second Sunday in March, second Sunday in March, yes. We are going full steam ahead. And if there's any part of you that is just a little nervous or a little anxious or scared about possibly, you know, having your kids back, man, don't be. I promise that we are leaving no stone unturned as we really try to seek out um, what the best way is for us to safely be able to worship together and have a fun time just learning about God. Amen. So, man, please, man, please, just uh, you can reach out to me or reach out to the church if you have any questions leading up um, to uh, uh, the second Sunday in March. Um, but my team is going to be making some calls, and we'll be reaching out um, to many of you um, as we just kind of see where you're at, where your head's at, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll get some uh, we'll get we'll get some kids going. All right, cool. Now, this morning uh, I got a really uh, really cool message for us um, where Jesus uh, calls his first disciples in Luke chapter five. Uh, the title of today's message is going to be this. It's going to be "Thank God for Poor Fishermen." Thank God for poor fishermen. The, our memory verse is going to be a couple verses because I want to be able to give us some good context here, but it's going to be Luke chapter 5, verses 8 through 11. And I'll be reading from the New International Version, guys, and it says this. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. The bottom line or the main point that I want us to get from today's message is this. God uses ordinary broken people to accomplish his purposes. Man. I feel like I need to say that again. God uses ordinary broken people to accomplish his purposes. Amen. Yeah, that's a shout right there, guys. That's a shout right there. <laughs> Man, by age, by age five, by age five, a woman by the name of Harriet Tubman was already pressed into slavery. She was already taken care or rented out by her slave owners to work um, on the neighbors, work with the neighbors that lived next to them, uh, man, and, and she served them. And that was where she first began. She was born right into slavery. Now, by age 12, um, the uh, womenhistory.org is really keen on telling us that Harriet Tubman had already realized by age 12 that, man, this is horrible. Slavery is horrible. And she actually stood up for a fellow slave that was being mistreated. So, man, from an early age, you could tell that Harriet Tubman, she cared about people. She cared about people no matter where she came from, no matter that she was born into slavery. And, man, she was so good at helping people that by, uh, when, she, 
when she was able to escape herself and become free from slavery, she wanted to go back and to help other people. She wanted to help them escape as well and to find freedom in the North. Now, she was so good at this, guys, man. We, we know her as being able to know the passages and the routes along what's called the Underground Railroad, being able to find places to, to hide and to navigate through slavery, um, slave territory, and be able to press her way into the Northern Territories to be free and to lead others to that same freedom. Now, she knew these so well that the Union Army actually ended up recruiting her to help them in the Civil War because she knew these passages through the South so well that they thought they could use her knowledge to be able to gain an advantage. And man, she was able to do that and so much more. She even went on to be a nurse to help uh, white and black dying soldiers in the Union Army. This is Harriet Tubman. This is part of her story. And it all started from being in slavery. She was a slave and still she was able to do these extraordinary things. Because as we know back then, guys, slaves were, were mistreated. They were horribly mistreated. They were not looked at as being people because of the color of their skin. And man, that's tragic. But because Harriet Tubman realized that, man, she had a purpose and that she could help people, and she was able to do extraordinary, extraordinary things. And it didn't matter her background. It didn't matter where she came from because God used her to help other people. So man, our bottom line, God uses, God uses ordinary people, ordinary broken people to accomplish his purposes. Now, in our passage for today, Jesus is teaching and he's preaching I'm at a nearby lake. And as he's teaching and preaching, a crowd is gathered around him and they're listening to the word of God. They're listening to him preach and teach everything that, that he knows about the word. And as Jesus is teaching, it's like he almost breaks into a little sermon illustration. And he gets off the shores and he gets into a boat. Um, one of the boats um, is owned by Simon, who is also called Peter. We know, we know Peter, don't we? So he gets into this boat that, that Peter has and he goes out and he tells Peter to go out. Go out, we're gonna go away from the shore and we're gonna go into deep water. And what Jesus tells him is that man, to cast their nets over the side of the boat to catch some fish. Well, that's where Peter tries to remind Jesus, well, like, Jesus, this has been tough. We have been fishing all night, and we have not been able to catch a single thing. And when Jesus says, man, cast your nets over, and certainly, certainly, you will catch something. And they, and they do, and man, they catch so much fish, guys, that they're able to fill both of the boats that they have with them on the shore the one that Jesus is in with Peter and the other boat that is owned by James and John, the sons of Zebedee. And so what gets me about this, guys, what gets me about this, this passage, this text, is that Peter, Peter was an ordinary man. He was a fisherman, like, just like James and John. And guys, fishermen back then, they were, they were also treated very poorly. They were looked at in society as being less than because of the job that they did. Fishermen, they did not make much money. They did not make much money. They came from very humble backgrounds, humble beginnings, and they were looked at as being less than because of that. But man, here Jesus is, the Lord, now Savior of many of your lives, and he cares about those who are less fortunate. He cares about those who are ordinary, who are looked at society as being broken or as being just regular average people. He values them. He cares for them. And man, when he, tells, when he tells Peter to do this and he does it, 
and they catch all of this fish. Peter is just in awe. He said, no, go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. And I got to think that Peter's response, guys, isn't just because he realizes that, man, this guy is something special and I am not. I am not. I got to think that part of his response is because he's like, man, who is this man who cares about me enough to stand in my boat to get me these, all of these fish and to tell me that I'm worth something? And man, guys, what he does is he ends up telling them, man, now on, they're going to fish for people. They become disciples of Jesus and they go on, guys, to help Jesus save the world. They go on to help Jesus spread the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ordinary fishermen. And man, guys, this morning I want to thank God with you for ordinary fishermen, for ordinary people like Harriet Tubman, like you and me, who are broken and just the same and ordinary as well. Because God can use us. God can use us. Amen. Let's bow our heads and let's close our eyes and go to God in prayer as we close out this message. Dear Lord, this morning, I thank you so much, God, just for your love and your grace, your ability to use ordinary broken people. God, man, we thank you so much for that. It shows that you value us, that you care about us enough, God, to be able to use us to accomplish everything that you would have to do in this world. Lord, we love you so much and we thank you for that. We thank you that Jesus was able to show enough concern about people that were ordinary, just like us. Lord, we love you. We thank you for who you are. Help us to go to fish for people to help him, God, in this mission that we are on together. We love you and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, guys. Who can say, God, I ain't got to have my name called. I don't need a shout out. I don't need a post on Facebook. I don't need them to tell nobody my name. My joy will be knowing that the Lord used me to help them start their business, to help them get their marriage together, to help their child get back on the right track, to help them feel their joy. God, just yet, any way you want to use me, any way you want to use me, God, need to let this light shine so that others will see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. You see, people recognize who God is by looking at us. Just like Jesus walked the earth and gave evidence of a good God, a God who cared about people, a compassionate God, a loving and kind God. That's the kind of God they ought to see in us. When they see us coming, they may not want to deal with us, but they will be attracted to the goodness of God that is in us and shows through us and draws them to people who have not wanted to be your friend can't help it. Tell one another the truth about your life because you don't know there might be somebody waiting to hear their story come out of your mouth and if he did it for you if he raised you if he saved you if he
Amen. Let's give the Lord praise at this time. Of course, that's a preview as far as our March Gladness revival that's coming up uh, next month. And we're excited about that potential and possibility for uh, some of God's most gifted preachers to come and share here at the St. Paul Church. Uh, let me first of all say to all of you that are in the house, uh, good morning, good morning. It is HBCU Sunday. Amen. It is HBCU Sunday, and we take wonderful delight uh, for each and every one of you who've made your way as far as this place is concerned. We are certainly delighted to have with us as special guests uh, the Royal Court and the Student Government Association of Johnson C. Smith University. Amen. <clears throat> and I'm going to ask that they would stand at this time. Let's give God praise for them. Don't they look great? And if there are any other students from Johnson C. Smith, would you all please stand as well? We want to recognize all of you. Come on, let's give God praise for them. I'm going to ask that the vice president, uh, Dr. Haywood, if you will come to uh, bring greetings uh, on behalf of Johnson C. Smith. And I know we got some golden bulls in the house. Amen, amen, amen. One, two. Thank you, Dr. Scott, um, Minister Edwards. Thank you for having Johnson C. Smith University here today to worship with you. On behalf of our president, Clarence uh, D. Armbruster, our board of trustees, chairwoman, Shirley Hughes, it's good to be back in the house of the Lord. And we're not worshiping with Bishop Pillow or Deacon Blanket, right? Right, we are here. There's some wonderful things happening at 100 Beatty's Ford Road, and these students that you just recognize are exemplars of that. We believe in empowering, engaging, and most importantly, transforming students. And so that I ask if you are here or online, please keep us lifted up as our institution continues to grow and develop keep these students, particularly our graduating seniors, who will be going out into the world and making a difference. And I would not be doing my job if I didn't plant college seeds early. So if you are a young person here today, if you are the mom, the dad, the auntie, the grandma, granddaddy of a, a prospective golden bull, I would ask that you take a look at Johnson C. Smith University Charlotte's only HBCU and a true gem in its crown. Thank you again for having us. Come on, let's give God praise. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Haywood. And I want to thank um, Minister Eric Edwards uh, for being a liaison between our church and Johnson C. Smith. He has really been on the ball, and uh, one of the things that we're trying to do and that I've been doing uh, this year is every month I've been meeting with college students that are part of our church here at St. Paul via Zoom and uh, trying to do whatever I can as pastor to encourage them and to uh, let them know we are praying for them and with them. 
and we want to extend uh, spiritual care to Johnson C. Smith. Since I've been here, 